What time is it? Girl time! Girl time! Hi, welcome to From Rushers with Love. It's your podcast for all things Big Time Rush, and we are reviewing season two, episode one of Big Time Rush today. Guys, we made it. I'm Maggie. I'm Haley. I'm Ashton. I was just too excited to talk about season two. No! It's on me. Ugh. It's been so long. And I think season two is really where the show hits its stride, too, so. Yes. It's such a long season. (laughs) Big time purgatory. It is, really. Okay, so it's very appropriate that we've waited so long to do this because it's called Welcome Back Big Time. Yes. And we have been gone, and they have been gone in the show. So they've been okay. So they say that they've been gone for three weeks, six weeks. But then they say that they've been gone for six. I I swear they said three they weeks missed three once weeks of school. Oh, okay. So school started halfway through their tour, which right. Well, the episode weird. aired on September twenty fifth, so that would actually kind of track if it does take place like late September. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Well, it takes place in Rocktober. <laughs> <laughs> Rocktoberfest oh, is a very long event. There's only four bands. <laughs> Before I forget, this episode was written and directed by Scott Fellow, so he is 100% responsible for everything that happens. Yes. Get him. <laughs> Make a um, note of so that. I know it's not helpful to like nitpick everything, but I just I was thinking about the title this episode because it is the first episode that doesn't start with the words big time they mm-hmm. stick it at the end welcome back big time but it it sounds like they're trying to say the name of the band is big time which is not true it's, it's big not time. i feel like welcome big back. time welcome back would have made more sense I, that's, I wrote that down too yeah i don't know i'm not like well, mad about it i think it's fun they Why don't not? get a big welcome time big welcome time. back that's true that is, that the is big most of the plot yeah <laughs> Uh, what is the plot? We should talk about it. Um, well, the big conflict is after their six weeks of touring everywhere and awkwardly waving at local news cameras, they finally return to the Palmwoods to find out that they've been gone so long that it's a whole new crew of people who don't know who they are. Joe got a lead role on a new series, and her co-star is Jet Stetson. Who Jets steps in. <laughs> so happy he's finally here. I used he's to hate here. that guy back in the day. He's my favorite character. Um, he sucks <laughs> right now. That to be clear, he does suck. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. He's not a good person. <laughs> he never will be. But that's no. okay. He's Nathaniel Plimpton. He is Nathaniel Plimpton. <laughs> um, even stupider and even more annoying. So that montage that we open on of them like doing a bunch of shows those were all real shows i'm guessing well no because the twin cities mall does not not exist (laughs) oh you mean you mean the concerts i thought you meant like okay the pig and i was like that that, i don't think that was no i know (laughs) i think the pig was perhaps a fabrication scott fellows may have come up with that one (laughs) yeah no i got really caught up on the twin cities mall because 
Twin Cities refers to St. Paul and Minneapolis, right? In -hmm. Minnesota. But they were in Good Morning, New Jersey. And I don't, I don't know. I guess there's, in their universe, there's a Twin Cities mall in New Jersey. Mm. And um, Logan looked really cold in that scene or like afraid. He was like shivering. And I don't understand because he's from Minnesota. I think he was just nervous to be on TV. Well, where is Logan Henderson from? Texas. Texas? Yeah. So maybe yeah. he, maybe Logan Henderson was just very cold in that scene. <laughs> and um, I know that they performed at Mall of America, like around that same time. I don't know how many malls that they actually performed in, in, real, life. in real life. I know, I remember seeing like clips and stuff, like when that was happening, but that would have been after the show was filmed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there were multiple malls. <laughs> anyway. Carlos really loves performing at malls, he says, because it's so close to the food court. So he can get, he his can get corn, corn dogs. dogs. <laughs> his, his corn dog personality trait is his, emerging. It's so there. <laughs> um, and then uh, we talked about the pig, but just for context, they go to the Arizona State Fair and somebody's interviewing them and he accidentally calls them big time crush and James gets so angry. He's not angry. He just he <laughs> needs to like, make sure that everyone knows who they really are. Yeah, it's just I was afraid of James in my real life for a second there. Um, and then Logan's not there, and you're like, "Where's Logan?" And he's trying to autograph a pig. <laughs> so I did look up because I know they played at a lot of like state and county fairs around that time, but I was googling it just to like see if they actually did if this was like real obviously it's not real (laughs) but anyway I found this article (laughs) from uh 2011 when they performed at the Minnesota State Fair and the article is called big time rush at the fair they looked good the music well they looked good (laughs) drag them (laughs) destroyed uh they go back to the Palmwood and I don't know why they still get to live there because they've made it uh, sort eh, of, I mean, um, no one, one still tour. knows who they are there. Yeah, yeah like, that's... if they showed up and everyone was screaming, like, oh my gosh, you're big time Rush, what are you doing here? That would be, like, they made it. <laughs> like, I think if I remember correctly, in the context of this show, they don't make it really, like, they don't start actually getting famous till season three. That's yeah. when, like, people know who they are and they're like, we can't live here, <laughs> this is bad. They're still almost halfway there. Yes. Okay. Um, Logan is rocking it with the sweater vest coming right in season two. <laughs> Great vibes. I'm so excited. I do have a question. Um, um, has the lobby always yes. had aquarium windows with like fake fish on them? Because I don't remember ever seeing that before. Yeah, that like little portholes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's new this season. Like I know the windows were there, but I feel like the fish are new. But that's yeah. fun. They finally redecorated. I will also say, um, just right off the bat, I think season two in general is really where Logan and James, they're so strong. Like, they are giving yes. it their all. They're so funny. It's, like, peak for their characters. Yes. Um, I think it's probably the worst uh, season for Kendall Knight, I will say. 100%. And it is a long season. I hated him. <laughs> um, hated him. I think yeah. I made that I note because... Like, right off the bat, even before he does anything bad, he just, he says chillax, and I really hated that. 
um because he was like really sincere about it yeah like that that's the kind of word you use ironically and then carlos is like fine he's always fine (laughs) he doesn't really offend me ever so that's fine Mm -hmm. Um, they also find out kendall and joe oh gosh yeah no you can go well this might have i think this happens first where they find out that they have to do three weeks worth of schoolwork and have a c plus average by tomorrow or else they can't work anymore Right, which wouldn't be a problem because they just finished their tour, except then they, uh, Griffin is like, oh, we're playing at, at Rocktoberfest. This is amazing. I poisoned and- someone to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> I don't really uh, know about that one. I don't know if he poisoned he, someone or threatened poison, poison, but poison was involved. Yeah, we definitely know that was part of it. That man has killed before. 100% for sport. I do appreciate that Gustavo um, knew about all the schoolwork and chose not to tell them because he's like, well, now you guys have a break and you can just chill and do your schoolwork and just, like, hang. And that was his mentality. Like, they work now and now they have the rest time. And that was his intention. That was actually kind of sweet. Yeah, like, I feel like it wasn't totally yeah. unreasonable. Mm-hmm. But clearly did not work Mr. out. Rock. <laughs> um, also, Jet Stetson. Yes, Jet, Jet Stetson was there. Um, he does he live there now or unclear? Does he just hang out there. Oh wait, no, but he goes to the Palmwood School later, doesn't he? But he might not live there now. He might like. Okay, so what we learned about Jet Stetson over the course of this episode is that he is Joe's co-star, um, and he has dated every one of his co-stars, and he is, uh, he he feels that he is more attractive than Kendall. Everyone feels that he's more attractive. <laughs> That's than true, Kendall. except yeah. Joe. <laughs> his his main his main role in this show is to antagonize Kendall, which I think is just delightful. I do respect him. I for love that. that for him, especially season two because Kendall's really annoying in it. Yes, yes. My thoughts is that he doesn't live there now, but then the rivalry with Kendall starts, and he needs to live there to be closer and cause more drama. Yeah, that tracks. Good. I feel like he didn't think it through that much, actually. He didn't think it through. He's just like, ah, cool. We'll date. We'll move <laughs> on. It's fine. But now it's about ruining Kendall's life. The very first, their very first encounter, Kendall passes out. <laughs> to, that is true. To give you a taste of Jet's antagonism. Yeah. Yeah, like, Kendall just sees him from across the room and the vibes are so bad. He's just unconscious. <laughs> Somehow he makes it back to the apartment. They have there's conversation, and Katie goes, "Uh, Kendall is dying." I said Kendall might death watch out. I also did. (laughs) Yeah, we found it, guys. We reached the point of we knew it was coming. Dead, but like that part's not important because um, Carlos and James are wearing bandanas. Yes, the bandana has they're gonna merge again. I also in that scene. There's that part where Carlos, like, pops up next to James, but, like, he was just across the room a second ago, and Mrs. Knight and Katie are visibly confused about that. (laughs) So, is teleportation... I don't remember if teleportation is ever brought up as a possible, like, magic power of his. I Um, think his magic power was... I mean, he would, like, materialize things. Yeah. Yeah. 
So maybe he does that through teleportation. Can he materialize himself? Oh, he's just teleporting objects into his own hands. Yeah. Okay. That could track. I, I think love that. We can keep that in mind. So I wrote down James and in all caps, James and Carlos teaming up, matching outfits. We're doing this again, baby. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> Super Party Kings of Hollywood Part 2. <laughs> yeah. I, I got so excited order, when they fine. were like getting ready for the party. And then it really, really crushed me when <laughs> their party got destroyed. It also crushed them. Yeah. James, when James said that he was so sad, I'm like, me too, bro. <laughs> One more thing about that scene in the apartment. They all have like their big luggage hockey bags because they just got back. And I noticed that one of them is in a hockey bag of the brand iTech, but it looks like they scribbled out the T with like black Sharpie because I guess, I don't know if they couldn't use the brand or something. <laughs> I thought that was fun. They couldn't just get another bag or remove the logo. Right. <laughs> They're like, no, it has to be an authentic hockey bag, but we can't let people know. We can't advertise for them because they didn't pay us. Yep. Even though you can still clearly see that it's iTech, but whatever. Yeah. So Kendall's, Katie's like, has anyone noticed that Kendall might be dead? <laughs> um, she's a truther. And then Mrs. Knight gives him like a pep talk about how if Joe really likes him, she wouldn't be dating Jet now. Right. Um, and then she just like sends him away to look for Joe. She closes the door. Camille breaks down the door and yells, where's Logan? <laughs> My favorite thing about um, that is that after she tackles him, we don't see them interact, like, at all for the rest of the episode. She's just, like, out hanging out with Carlos and James the rest of the time and does well, not talk about Logan. She realized that he was heading into manic mode. And that yeah, he she's like, I can't be, be here for this. <laughs> and she, she has saw, to be the normal one. Right, and she saw Jarlo's happening and said, this is going to be more fun. <laughs> yes. I do love when she just hangs out and enables them. Mm -hmm. And that's just her role. Yeah, she saved Big Time Break single-handedly. <laughs> yeah. um, so so she we... makes an attempt on Logan's life, and <laughs> James is just like, oh, good, somebody knows us. <laughs> he has his priorities in order. Yes. I do appreciate, I think the next scene, they're down in the lobby, and there's Kendall and Joe in jet drama. Yes. Um, when Kendall pops up and say, girl supposed to kiss me, boy, back off. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wait, no, I want to, can we break that down for here? <laughs> Absolutely. Joe and Jet are playing a couple in a TV show, and they're in the lobby rehearsing their kiss scene. Which, like, Kendall in the lobby, well, honestly, she probably said, let's do it in public, because I don't want to be alone with you, so never mind. Yeah. I respect that so much. So, they kiss, Kendall yells, whoa. Actually, no, he yells, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this? How could you? Who's the dude? Girl's supposed to kiss me, boy. And he's, none of those lines are delivered like a normal human person. And he is karate chopping the air as he speaks for emphasis. And it was my favorite thing he did just because I was enthralled by it. I gotta say, I really hated 
girl supposed to kiss me boy, but I really oh, no, loved it's... Who's the Dude. <laughs> it's a garbage line. I just like that it's a bunch of words. Those yeah. are my favorite kinds of lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing I put down about this scene is that um, we get a return of bitters with his french fries yes. just kind of like watching the drama <laughs> unfold i do love that for him yes and saying that jet is more attractive than or is better looking than kendall um and then when he says that we get the famous oh oh oh, oh, oh but kendall looks around in confusion like he can hear it because he well, can okay, because it's playing on the boom box because outside yeah <laughs> <laughs> does this count as like their first meadow one or does I... this isn't they, that quite there yet? They sang it during the car wash, and there was oh yeah, <laughs> one time in okay. demos. I forgot they get meta so fast with it. They do, and I it's respect rough. that. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> like what else are you gonna do? Right. Uh, what I really hated about this scene is that Katie like jumps into Jet's arms and is like, "I'm available for limited dating in six years." Yeah, sometimes and... the show really feels like they have to remind us. It's like, yes, yeah, she is a preteen girl and has, like, weird crushes on boys because that's what preteen girls do. But I just want her to be weirder. Like, Yeah. I mean, she... It's okay. It's fine that she can do that, but... I'd be... Com- I am comfortable placing Jet Stetson and Dak Zevon on the same level as far yeah. as fame and teen girl adoration. Have we ever seen anyone fangirl over Jet, though? Like, in any situation? Like, I feel like if Dax Zevon walked into the lobby at the Palmwoods, he would be mobbed immediately. But no one knows who Jet is, or they don't like him, or they don't care about him. I didn't think he was... Oh, no, he is famous. He dates all his Mm co-stars. But he's still only famous enough to be co-stars with Joe, who's, like, brand new. But also, this is a big break. This is true. So everyone else on the show is pro- like they wouldn't have a whole show of people who are getting their big breaks. It's like she's good. We'll give her a chance as the lead on the show, and it's basically Riverdale. Yeah, it's on the CW. It yeah. is on the CW. <laughs> I want to keep lore for Newtown High, which is the show that they're on. Mm-hmm. So we do find out in this episode that um, this town is weird, and they don't want them here. I should have been reading the script when it Oh, I got you. Up. I got you. Oh, thank you. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so I think the uh, next scene, I, I wrote Griffin James Poison. And Carlos. I don't know no, when the poison thing happens. I next just... is... Um... <laughs> yeah, you, you just skipped over this scene to get straight to the poison, and I do respect that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's... Um, James and Carlos and their matching outfits mm-hmm. are at the pool, and they have matching drinks. Because and... they're one. And they are bumping the theme song, and no one is coming over to talk to them because, like, why would anyone? Right, they are not being welcoming in any way. But this is when they find out that the newbies are all everywhere, and it's a lot. (laughs) Camille introduces the new kids, and they have the perpetually in-character stars of teen NCSI. Yes. So these kids are just walking around solving the murders that are not happening because it's big time rush. I... Although Griffin poisoned someone. That's true. They're just looking in the wrong places. It does. It, they're in yeah, character, really but they're they... not good. I want them to solve the Griffin poison murder off screen, and it shows up in the finale. I don't think we ever see them again, so we can just assume that they're doing that. Okay. 
Um, and then there's a guy named Lil Lee Roth, who is a hair metal guy. Um, every time he shows up, there's like a ripoff of Jump by Van Halen. Um, and Carlos looks at him, he looks at this guy with like so much love and awe in his eyes. And I was like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> I feel um, like they should get along if if he was not currently merged with James and needing everyone to yeah. love him, I think that they would have gotten along. James is mad that nobody recognizes them even though they're big time rush. They autographed a pig. <laughs> Camille says, I didn't really like hanging out with you guys until I got to know whatever and your general youthful antics, which is a fun way of describing chaos. Yeah, and then Carlos jumps into the pool from like the second floor probably he I probably went he up just... to did he run up to their apartment in two seconds flat yeah he just booked it up there and he, then... teleported. he teleported oh my gosh yeah duh oh yeah duh <laughs> and he's uh he like knocks half the water out of the pool with the force of the splash and so now everyone's wet and they hate him like the last time that happened was gustavo and nobody liked it come on man mm-hmm but then you forgot doesn't Lily Roth do it like later. ten minutes later, and everyone yeah. is fine? Yes, because they yeah, know him, and he—I guess he knows what times to do it. Well, he does it every day, right? But he knows what time of day to do it. Maybe girl time. Yes, that is when you jump in the pool and knock half the water out. <laughs> then we get to the school Griffin poison scene. Nothing super um, exciting there. <laughs> Logan is like pleading their case to Miss Collins, and Kelly's there as his advocate. And I forgot to say that Tanya Chisholm is in the credits now. Yes, Good she finally is where she belongs. The only other things that we haven't covered is that the station putting on Rocktoberfest is called K Blast, <laughs> and then Gustavo like moves. Logan's arms and legs around to talk to Griffin like a puppet and I hated it and I didn't want to recap it so I wrote down that I didn't want to recap it <laughs> I do it was fun that he got to just be them because I feel like I almost feel like that was just something he was doing to be silly like SKG was doing to be silly and they said wait that's actually really funny let's put that in because that just from his social media seems like his thing to do I don't know Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that's okay back to the pool <laughs> so this is where james and carl well the csi guys are being annoying i don't know how deep you want to get into that i just wanted to talk about how they're like everyone took our towels and then it shows everyone who has like three towels and there's people in the pool with towels on like this guy is floating in the pool with a towel <laughs> on him and um love that for him actually Yes, Towel Boy, is, Towel Boy is going to need to get more towels. Okay, did you notice that I think the next scene when Kendall's Googling Jet on the side of the screen uh, where it's like, oh, here's some other links. It is all of the Towel Boy links again. <laughs> they love Towel Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he's looking on Schmoogle. Towel Boy busts the move. Yeah, it's towels, towels, and more towels. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, actually. Yeah, Kendall is looking at pictures of Jet on Schnoobel images, <laughs> like a normal guy. And Katie's like, I thought you were doing homework. And he's like, I'm doing research. And she's like, you're doing a project on Jet Stetson. 
which is and foreshadowing is... Oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> um speaking so of foreshadowing i saw a trivia that was like this episode references big time crush which is a future episode in the season i don't think that's true i think I they just think... used the same joke twice <laughs> There's only so many words that Rush rhymes with. Exactly. Gotta cut on a break. <laughs> he mentions that Jet has dated every co-star. And Katie says, well, yeah, even worse. I got a copy of the script. Look at it. And Kendall speed reads like a madman. <laughs> well, it's really easy because all five pages of it just say they kiss. Do you guys want the full reading of it? 100%. Please. New I can okay. count on you. One, two, three, four, two, five. <laughs> The two young lovers sit silently, looking nervously at each other, and then forward and back, and then look forward again. Rachel smiles shyly and looks nervous, and Drake turns to her and smiles slyly. Drake, how long has it been since you've been kissed? Rachel, well, actually, I've never been kissed, really. I mean, there is this one time. Drake reaches over, interrupting her, and touches her cheek softly, leans in, and they kiss. And then the bottom of the page is obscured, so I guess we'll never know what happens there. Uh, but then they kiss passionately. Drake wraps his arms around her. They kiss. They kiss deeply. She exhales. Her breath is mixed with his. And it's young love. They kiss. Drake holds her even tighter. They kiss. They kiss deeply. <laughs> Rachel's no match for his passion. Oh. Rachel's eyes open Gross. as if to speak. Yeah, no, it sucks. Drake, I... She closes her eyes and gives in again. They continue to kiss. Drake's hand slides along her back. They kiss. They kiss passionately. They kiss deeply. <laughs> the air is thick with pure, innocent love. Gross. Drake pauses for a moment and almost stops, but he continues to kiss her. He mumbles inside the kiss. Drake, Rai rum mu. Rachel's eyes open in delight. Rai rum mu ru. They continue to kiss, never letting up. The kiss just keeps going. The camera follows every single second of this extraordinary kiss. The kiss above all kisses. One for the record books. Drake is really kissing her. There's no doubt that they are truly in love. They kiss and kiss. They kiss deeply. The kiss is among the most passionately anyone has ever seen, and they continue to kiss. They kiss. They kiss some more. <laughs> the kiss of all kisses. And that's it. That's... Wow. They wrote they wrote that. Amazing. That's like a AO3 level, yeah. you know. The most perplexing part is that later when you see them actually doing the scene, <laughs> this is not the dialogue. Not even close. No. So I'm like is this a different 5-page kissing scene? <laughs> Maybe. Or yes. Did they just change the script cuz they're like actually the script is bad? Yeah, because he doesn't like he's like, "Hey, when's the last time we were kissed and she's like oh actually i haven't ever been and then he just kisses her so there's not like yeah. maybe they were like mm, let's try to get some consent here i have a theory okay i was wondering how katie would have gotten a copy of the script but maybe she didn't maybe she just wrote that <laughs> to, fuck with Kendall. <laughs> to mess with him that actually would be that would make sense actually yeah, okay, apart from all the kissing in that, I'm still not over the part <laughs> apart where... Apart from all they're... the kiss, what else is there? The part where they are kissing, but then they also say, I love you into the kiss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, usually. Because it seems yeah, like that's like... Yeah, that sounds like, like Scooby-Doo. 
It seems like that's written as, like, the first time he says it. <laughs> and usually they make that a big deal on these shows. They wouldn't just have it mumbled into a kiss. And then they're still kissing, and Rachel's eyes open in delight <laughs> as they're kissing. Um, so that's the scene they're shooting tonight. <laughs> um, God help us. Um, and then Jet shows up to, like, be annoying and, like, sexually harass Kendall a little bit. Um, cause he, like, he makes direct eye contact with him and is like, I should probably go warm up my lips. And then, like, makes out with the air. We do, I guess we do immediately get a little bit of Jet Stetson's unhinged behavior. Yeah, I thought his wink was fun. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Kendall would hate that. I forgot to count his polos. How many polos was he wearing? Okay, in this one, the first shirt he's wearing isn't actually a polo because <gasps> it didn't have the collar. It just had, like, the buttons, so it was only polo adjacent. It was a Henley. Yeah. And then after that, he only wore one polo. I think the collar was popped, but he hasn't started wearing multiple polos layered yet. He'll get there. They have to build up to it, yeah. I, lo- I actually love that he's, like, building his polos from the <laughs> ground. The idea of starting at a Henley and working up to, like, <laughs> ten polos is actually incredible. Uh, so this is the part in my notes where uh, yesterday I'm like, I'm not going to remember what this is for, but I'm not going to bother typing it out. Um, it just says bones in all caps. However, I do remember what that is from. <laughs> it's one of the science projects that uh, Gustavo and Kelly bought <laughs> online, apparently. Yes. So Logan wouldn't have to do it. So there's this... Um, poster and it just says bones in all caps and then I think there's probably some pictures of some bones and then there's like a little skeleton dude made of bones because later when Logan does do the projects it's all like scientific method like you'd usually see in like a high school Mm -hmm. science project but this just seemed like it was some pictures of some bones and they paid for that (laughs) online I don't know where they got it from the pictures were part of the process (laughs) I guess it makes sense if you want like if you if you read the project, you would understand, but we aren't given that opportunity. We are given so, the opportunity to read Logan's, though. Yes, which will be great. Ooh. Yes. Logan's like, how are we going to explain to Miss Collins that we got three weeks of schoolwork done in two hours, but, like, that's what she asked them to do? She asked them to do it by tomorrow, not three hours. Also, why wouldn't they just wait to turn it in until the next day and be like, yeah, it that's took us true. all day? Yeah. Okay. And then Gustavo gives, like, some dumb motivational speech where he's like, 900 years ago, no, the not pilgrims yet. came to our... Okay. First, he says that they're going to turn these projects in under your guys' names, and she'll believe it because she is stupid. But then they open the door, and Miss Collins is there as if she's waiting for shenanigans. I don't know if we mentioned it yet this episode, but it is Tara Strong, and I love her. Yes. We haven't. She's I feel like we've mentioned it show. enough times before that but I don't want to. If we get new be... listeners on season two, we want to make sure they're all caught up. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, if we're trying to catch them up, we have. A, yeah. No. There's a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. So yes, um, she tells them that she's not going to let adults do the high school projects for the children, which is fair. And Gustavo tries to bribe her with tickets, and she says that it will not work, but still takes the tickets, which is iconic. Yes. And then she leaves, and Gustavo gives his speech. 
He claims that the pilgrims came to America 900 years ago in search of the freedom to rock. And Logan's like, that's not why they came here, but he doesn't correct him on the timeline. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think Logan knows. Like, I still don't know if Logan's smart or not. I don't think he is, but like, he did do a lot of homework in one day. And got them C's. So, like, that's pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. He's going to do all their homework for them, which is not fair. And he tells Gustavo and Kelly what he needs, which includes green glitter number three and 19 high-energy sports drinks. I actually love that how little effort they put into trying to get Kendall or James or Carlos to help. They just, like, see what's going on, and they're like, yeah, there's no way we're yeah. going to get them out of this. Well, absolutely. James and Carlos are fused, so they couldn't do their own homework if they wanted to. I mean, Carlos is wearing a bandana. He's gone. <laughs> He's <laughs> Like, they don't have time to get him back. It's going to be a whole thing. Well, because then at the end of the episode, um, Logan has to unfuse them. That's why he makes Carlos write his own name <laughs> on his paper. And that's what Carlos has to do to remind him of who he is. Yes. The other question I had, real quick. Mm-hmm. Oktoberfest is about German heritage, right? Yeah, I think the I joke think so. is that they're like, oh, Oktoberfest is a fun thing, and we're going to have a rock festival in October, so we can just like merge that all together, and it's like, a word yeah like i don't think they thought about it that much right so why like i understand that rocktoberfest is a plan oktoberfest is probably around the same time that's totally valid why did gustavo talk about pilgrims i have no idea (laughs) like wait a second (laughs) like german pilgrims were there a lot of german pilgrims i feel like a lot of the German immigrants came later, and that was a whole different thing. I'm not great at history. You yeah, I don't think Gustavo were... or Logan is either, so I think that's fine. That's fair. Yeah, that's. I don't know why he decided that pilgrims <laughs> were going to be involved, but <laughs> like, it's maybe like... did they all have like fun hats? Like, are there Oktoberfest like German hats that look similar to pilgrim hats? That's the only thing I can I think don't of. Think so. No. Okay, never, I don't know anything about German heritage, even though that is me, but it's fine. Yeah, no, I I did. Same. I went to a lot of different places in Germany. I did not see a single pilgrim hat, so <laughs> I don't think they claim that. We gotta get rid of pilgrim hats, by the way, after what Harry Styles did to them. But the buckles. Okay, so I googled Oktoberfest <laughs> hat, and the hat I'm thinking of, it looks like a fedora with like a little feather on it. Yeah. Which I think may be conflated in Gustavo's head with a pilgrim hat. And maybe that's how we got there. That's all I got. I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) So we get a stupid Joe and Kendall interlude. And they are sitting at a table in the lobby and they're sharing what appears to be a fishbowl of blue Gatorade. I think that's just decoration. It would yeah. be funnier if they were sharing fishbowl <laughs> of blue Gatorade. <laughs> like those cocktails you can get that are just like a giant fishbowl and it's all liquor. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I could kill one of those right now. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I don't like Jet. I'm, this is going to be totally staged and professional and you can come to the set and watch if you want. And he's like, okay. 
And then we go back to the pool, thank God. <laughs> and we get to see Guitar Dude. Yeah, I missed Yeah, they, are, they have enlisted Guitar Dude to help him start a group sing-along of Halfway There. Even though that's how... no one knows who they are, so no one's going to know their music. No one's going to be able to sing along. Maybe they think, like, oh, they've heard this on the radio, they just don't know what we look like. I feel like they're not on the radio. I, I mean, they did just sure. tour, so they're at least on local stations. I, is Halfway that how there's local stations not good, work? also. I feel like local stations, like, if there's, a, if there's, like, a band coming to town to try to hype it up, you play at least one of their songs. Okay, but they're also in LA. They're in Hollywood. So the amount of yeah. bands. Yeah, that's true. I just think they truly have not made it yet. Like, they yeah, made no, it enough absolutely. where... Like, they're on stage, and they will have, like, a few fans with signs that say, like, Logan is hot, and I love Carl, or whatever. <gasps> but, like, they're still, you know, at state fairs, and they're still... Which I think is kind of... It's interesting, because it does kind of parallel. Like, obviously, they're a Nickelodeon TV show, so in real life, they're a lot more popular than, like, whatever they're doing. But mm-hmm. at the time, they were performing at state fairs and malls. Yeah. It's a little reality in television for you. <laughs> So I think it is kind of cute how they are trying to kind of, like, mirror their success, like, in real life, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it doesn't work because Lily Roth, Jesus Christ, Lily <laughs> Roth uh, steals their thunder, and then he jumps into the pool and slashes everyone, but they're like, yay, and they're not mad at him. My favorite thing- he has a cool leotard. Yes. My favorite part mm-hmm. of that is that Camille and Guitar Dude, on either side of Jarlos- pull out umbrellas to block the water from them, but refuse to block the water from Jarlos. And they know he's going to do it because he does it every day, but they didn't warn them at all. And, like, they could have so easily helped them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're doing the right thing. Oh, 100%. James says, we gotta throw a party. And I was like, yes. But they they don't say the magic phrase, which is probably why it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. They didn't commit to it enough. Carlos wants to get unitard like Lily Roth, and Camille is like, don't do that. She's right. Which is fair. Camille is really, like, such the voice of reason in this episode, which, again, even though she's not around Logan, I think it's because, like, he, somewhere else in the Palmwoods, is, like, losing it. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. So they do kind of balance each other out, even when they're not interacting, (laughs) I think is got to be what's happening. Now we have to go back to Joe and Jet and Kendall. I mean, we've talked about this before. It sucks. I I feel bad because I feel like I'm always really alienating um, the Joe Kendall shippers out there, which I, for real, did not know that was such a thing until, like, the last few months. Yeah. Um, Just because I never thought it worked. Like, And especially now in adulthood. It's all Kendall's fault, too. (laughs) Yeah. Right. No, this is this episode is a really good I mean, it's really good at showing what their issues are. Yeah. It's like Joe is trying to be her own one like she she came with a goal in mind and she wants to be focused and that was established day one. Like she told you that she had a boyfriend so that you would not distract her from her goals and she has graciously allowed you to date her. You know? Mm-hmm. Like like, she has decided that you are worth the effort, and you are proving her wrong pretty much daily. 
And it would be one thing if, because, like, obviously he's supposed to be, like, a 16-year-old kid, right? And yeah. And 16-year-olds are going to be stupid and whatever. But it's just, it keeps happening throughout yeah. the rest of the show. Like, it's always like this. Like, he doesn't learn. And I'm just, like, they're just clearly not good for each other's dating. Right. Like, I think they would make really good friends still. And, I and like, down the road they can date. Right. I can't even right see that. Now. But, no, it's just, they make each other miserable yeah. so often. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think that she would, I don't think that she would date Jet regardless of if she was with Kendall. Right. And their relationship is, it's affecting both of their careers. Exactly. Like, Kendall, this is a small situation, but Kendall's not rehearsing or doing his homework or anything because he's too caught up in this, which is nothing. It's her doing her job and he's, like, being stupid about it. Right. And that's not even talking about, you know, jumping forward a little bit when she has to decide whether she wants to take her dream job or stay with Kendall. And it's like, girl, girl. And then there's also, like, in this scene, he shows up for a shoot so that he can see how professional it is. And then he just keeps interrupting the take because he can't stand to see his girlfriend, like, do her job. It's just, he's so immature, and I know he's right. 16, and that wasted character. That but... wasted everybody's time, that wasted studio time, that wasted money, and, like, that threw and it's everybody's days for off. Joe. Yeah. Because she's, like, she let him in there, and yeah. then, yeah, so now everyone's... She's causing so into... many shenanigans before he gets kicked out, like... Yeah. I get it. He is a teenage boy. He needs to figure out how to deal with his emotions. Don't drag Joe into it. She's got her yeah. own problems. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I just feel like that's the theme for so much of this. Yeah. Ugh. Because we don't, we don't have enough episodes where we see them having fun together. I think I remember right. there's like a prank episode where they're like teamed up and it's cute and they have some like cute banter. But so many of their episodes are just like the drama ones. And yeah. it, it's really hard to root for them when we don't see them like actually having fun together. Right. I feel like Kenjo Shippers like, love the idea of them because Mm -hmm. in theory, they're cute. I mean, what's the idea of them? It's just, like, perfect couple teenage sweethearts? Like, Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Like, what else do they really have going for them? I'm sorry, you guys. I'm not trying to rag on, like, real-life people who like this, but I just, it never really, like, did much for me, I guess. Right. I feel like couples can be either, like, I have two touch points for this, and neither of them are super accessible, so I'm just going to go with both of them. Um, like, (laughs) in Much Ado About Nothing, you have Hero and Claudio, and they're just, like, they're sweet, and they love each other, but their relationship is boring without conflict. And so the story injects conflict into their relationship so that it's compelling. Oh, that's exactly Kendall and Joe, huh? Yeah. And then on the other hand, you have Fiery, Benedict, and Beatrice, is like the the constant battle but that makes the relationship so much more satisfying when they finally do get together mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is uh logan and camille or later on james and lucy i guess I or know. later on kendall really, and lucy it, i guess i was gonna I say know. it's more kendall and lucy yeah like that was always a lot more interesting of like a pairing to yeah. me even though i still didn't want them to date i'm like she does not need to get mixed up in right. this um, but no, I think um, Logan and Camille are like a whole different thing. They're just completely unhinged, and it's not healthy. But it's just like it's it's more fun it's a wild watch. ride. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> it's definitely a Nickelodeon shows romance. <laughs> yes, 
and that's fine there's nothing wrong with liking that just it just so happens that nobody on this podcast happens to be a huge fan of that vibe and also we're all adults now and looking back at it and saying oh well that uh sucks actually (laughs) (laughs) but people who were super into it in their teenage years still are into it and that's fine yeah let's watch logan (laughs) manic (laughs) logan is everything Logan Henderson just really is bringing it to us this episode. Yes. <laughs> you watch Camille's scenes and you're like, she sure is normal. Well. Um, he does a lot of math and science. I love his science project. I also love his science project. Which is, uh, can you use a watermelon to make toast? To make and perfect the- toast. <laughs> just like Dax Evon! That was... <laughs> Oh my god, wait, that was definitely That was definitely what inspired him for this project is that one Pop Tiger article. But uh we don't find out what he means by perfect toast because it doesn't work. Which actually was his hypothesis and he was correct. (laughs) Um I do love that. I thought the end of this scene was cute. It's um well Logan's making Gustavo and Kelly help him so he's making them like hold up the book for the book report and flip the pages when he yells flip mm-hmm. and then it when it transitions into the next scene in the lobby the screen transition it does is like a page flipping I thought that was yes. cute <laughs> yeah thank you Scott <laughs> I did also notice that the Palmwoods Business Center I believe it's called the Busy Palm <laughs> in the lobby <laughs> has exactly one computer so Great. Good. We have discussed that before. Great setup. It's never gonna make sense. It's never gonna be good. I think I might bring it up every time. So we go to the lobby, and Kendall is sad, and he has a he has a bouquet for Joe, and she shows up, and he apologizes for being an absolute terrible garbage boy, and for some reason she accepts his apology, and then she sets her phone down on the table. And she gets a text, and it's from Jet, and it says, I feel the same way about you. And Kendall actively leans over to see what it says. My guess is that the phone dinged, he glanced over, caught that it was from Jet, and said, wait a second, what is Yeah, like in his defense, if it like pops up on the screen like that in giant font, I would also be furious and read it. But it doesn't. Then he does like pick up the phone. I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. that's too far. So the text says, "I feel the same way about you," and he extrapolates that it's a love confession. Which over text? Come on. Joe wouldn't do that over text. I feel like she demands more. Like she knows. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say she knows what she's worth, but she's still with Kendall and doesn't like. She tries to set up boundaries and stuff, but it just keeps falling apart. And if she really knew what she was worth, I don't think she would still be in this relationship, but she still likes him, so that's why it's a mess. So he's like, hey, you said he was friend, girl, kiss me, boy. (laughs) And she shows him the whole conversation, and it turns out they are complimenting each other's acting. And then I wrote, dump him nine (laughs) times. He says, can we just forget all this ever happened? And she says, I think you should forget about me. And I was like, oh shit. Also, I wrote down that Joe has a very stupid looking Argyle curse that I love. 
it's so big and also Mm -hmm. very very appropriate for the times (laughs) yeah you mean 2010 yes so james and carlos are gonna throw a welcome back big time party and they actually have bags of groceries that they went and got which is wild because of of the teleportation (laughs) well I was going to say maybe they he can't teleport, teleport when the they're merged, store. but he did teleport himself above the pool. So. You know what? They probably already had the things that he teleported, and he doesn't use his powers to steal because Bandana Man hasn't fully sunk into him yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because when they merge, like, Carlos keeps James, like, away from Bandana Man. Like, there's just enough. But like, they, they both wear bandanas. bandanas, which is, right, like, but it's like, still, that's like... the battle. Right, but then they still can't go yell at the guy who is sitting on their chairs because they just don't want to be mean to him. Right, and that's like I think that the I think that Jarlos is kind of a battle between good and evil. Good and evil. Because Bandana Man is trying to come through and take over Carlos as well, but Carlos will not allow it. He's too pure of heart. Right. So that's that's the unseen conflict going on in the background. Yeah, that tracks. So they're going to throw this party to impress the new kids because, to quote James, by now the noobs know about Bitter's no party rule. And I don't like that James knows the word noob. And <laughs> he said thinks it out he loud. came up with it. That's, yeah. Okay, that's, that's much better. <laughs> um, but then the new kids think that they're like Grubhub drivers or whatever. And no, I think they know that they're not. But they oh they're just pretend bullying. they're just bullying them <laughs> like for sure. Okay, yeah, that tracks. So they get bullied by the new kids, and all three of them now walk home sad, um, and are immediately taken by manic, almost Rick and Morty esque Logan. Afraid of him, <laughs> yeah. very afraid of him. <laughs> um, who Two gives them instructions? Really killed me. Um, the first is that he just he makes each of them do exactly one thing. So they've done their... something. Yeah, well, and he um, had to Kendall... unmerge Carlos from James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kendall also shows up. I didn't. We didn't say that. So. Oh yeah. All three they, of them they back. met up in the lobby. It's fine. Logan makes each of them write something on a paper, and he makes Carlos write his own name, but he tells him how to spell <laughs> it. <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> No, that's the thing, because, like, they're merged, he so he has to remind him of who he truly is. If he said, write your name, he would have written Jarlos. <laughs> and he also makes James write a fraction, because he's dividing them. Oh! oh. <laughs> okay. And then he has Kendall pour bleach on some plants, because he's killing everything he touches, like, his relationship <laughs> yeah. with Joe. <laughs> and... Science project is how bleach affects plant growth, growth, but they use the wrong effect. Logan's and only C plus, going for man. C plus. <laughs> That's true. Do you mind if I go over their projects very quickly? Please. I would love that. All right. James's science project is called Types of Hair, <laughs> Materials, Three Head Forms, Three Different Hair Wigs, Procedure. Look around at different people and see if there are many different types of hair. <laughs> Results. As I observed people and their hair, I realized there are many different types of hair in the world. That's right. You, you know he just observed Gustavo has no hair. K 
Kelly <laughs> has hair. It's long. Yeah. I have short hair. And he's like, James likes hair, so that will be his project. Um, Carlos's project is called Laser, and the materials were spare electronic parts and tools. <laughs> the procedure was to use tools and electronic parts to build a laser-producing machine, and the results were that I built a laser-producing machine from electronic parts. And the conclusion is, yes, a laser can be built from spare electronic parts. Um, he built such a laser, like it, <laughs> yeah. it zaps a hole in the wall. Um, and she only gives him a B, though. Right? I would have given him an A. Um, I also noticed that Carlos's book report was on a book called The History of the Helmet. <laughs> so Logan shows a book about helmets for Carlos's book report, which I thought was cute. Even that though he hates that helmet cute. so much, but he's like... What do I know about this guy? Helmet. Right. Let's go. <laughs> it also, it I'm pretty sure, it's hard to tell because it's like really small, but I think on the book report it says Carlos Gonzalez, which is not his name. No. It's Garcia. But did Logan just like forget? Was he just going so fast? He just I'm sure. I'm <laughs> wrote sure. the wrong name, uh, which is incredible. But luckily, Carlos remembers who he is now, so he can look and fix up. True. Uh, Kendall's project it's it's just different ways of saying can bleach affect plant growth with the wrong effect and the answer is yes it can and he didn't even have a control plant it's fine Kendall messed it up by pouring it yeah. on everything um, okay Logan toast by watermelon materials one toaster one watermelon bread connectors and wire procedure plug a toaster into a watermelon using connectors and wire and wait to see if the toaster can make toast. Results, the toaster did not power up to make perfect toast. Conclusion, a toaster cannot be powered by a watermelon to make perfect toast, which is sad. And Logan's book report was on to kill a rocking horse. <laughs> Love that, actually. Also, that didn't feel like three weeks worth of assignments. <laughs> well, there's also, like, all the math that we True. don't really see. In... There's, like... Probably just other bullshit. Uh, Logan is so happy that they got C pluses that he um, collapses, which Logan and Kendall have both just it's collapsed been a day for this them. episode. It's been yeah, 24 um, hours, huh? Like, does does this happen this frequently to them and I just like haven't noticed or is this a lot for one episode? I feel like I need to keep my like eye on that. For one episode. Yeah. It's fun that James and Carlos merge and they thrive. Uh, Kendall and Logan spend the whole episode apart and they both eat shit the entire time. So <laughs> I think that might be worth taking note of. Yeah, we can I don't, keep it's an probably eye on nothing, that. but we'll keep an eye on it going forward. Um, I do like that Carlos got the highest grade and his response was, huh, I'm smarter than you. And Logan didn't even. He's right. Like, take the bait to that or anything like usually that would be That's such a huge argument yeah. yeah no he's gone like well he can't deceased. risk saying anything that acknowledges that they didn't actually do anything um and now we can kind of rush through the rest of the episode because the episode is kind of rushed from here on out <laughs> we can big time rush it yes um, um kendall calls joe and says that 
he wants to try again. He's sorry. Uh, show up at the concert. I left you a ticket. And if you show up, I'll know that we're good. And if not, then I'll know to move on. Which is the worst way to have that conversation. What if she just wanted <laughs> to go to the concert? Right. Now she and, like, can't do that. <laughs> like, to leave it over voicemail? Like, what if she hadn't gotten the voicemail until it was too late? And then you're right, like, like what oh, if she's I guess working? we're over. <laughs> Like, there's just no thought put into this. But it's fine. Uh, one they more go- detail um, that I did notice. Um, I think they show the script again. And on the front of the script, it says that it was written by Courtney Horvath. So I googled the name to see if that was, like, I don't know, like an inside right, joke or something. Right, they usually do that. Right. So the first result I got was, like, this toxicologist who, like, got a little bit of hype because like i guess she had a son who like suffered with cancer and she like talked about it and did interviews and stuff so i'm like it's probably not her Can't the be. only other one that came up was it's the real night the real name of an adult film actress i'm not gonna like i don't i didn't recognize her but um i don't i'm like are they referencing this really specific adult film actress and trying to be like sneaky about it or is this just a complete coincidence that i mean it Maybe they like combined the names of two members of the crew. Maybe yeah, because like a... Horvath is not like a common last name. But... Right. If it was a Dan Schneider show, I would not doubt it was <laughs> intentional. But it's Scott Fellows, so and he was a hundred percent everything in this show <laughs> or in this yeah, episode. Yeah, wrote and directed it. But they also probably didn't expect us to look at it. And... <laughs> it's true. Yeah, because they use Cowboy again. Yeah, it's so lazy of them. I can't believe it. Actually, I'm obsessed with it. Never stop. So, Joe gets this ultimatum, and then she gets a text from Jet inviting her. No, he just shows up. Oh, yes, he does. I'm sorry. And then she she makes a face like she's about to say something, and then we cut to the boys (gasps) about to go on stage. Gustavo wants them to start with. One of the songs that we've talked about already, that they, a city is ours, maybe. Probably, yeah, yeah. Because I was because it's too triumphant, and Kendall says, "No, I wonder the new song." <laughs> and they're all like, "Yeah, he can do it. He's a heartbroken <laughs> loser right now." Oh wait, I, which is okay, also funny because it's not like a solo song. Like he does right. have like the lead in it, but. <laughs> I forgot to tell the bands. Is everyone good with that? Right. They just do that. That's not how sets work. No, absolutely. You don't just decide when you're walking on stage what you're going to (laughs) do. This will come up Um, later. (laughs) I got to say this or I'll explode. Um, It's totally unintentional because the lesbian flag didn't exist yet, but Joe's shirt in that scene is the like pink and orange and white, like the lesbian flag. And I was like, please dump him. (laughs) Um, so yes joe does show up well first she like hides behind her i love kendall sign for like a while like yeah she flips it around i think she's still trying to figure out if she wants to do this or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but then or maybe she like hears the song she's like oh oh he can't be too happy yet (laughs) but the song is such a banger that she does want to date him yeah um, I love yeah, till fair. I forget about you. Yes. I'm gonna be insufferable about it next time. Yeah, <laughs> we all are. Um, um. Uh, also, Joe holding up the I Heart Kendall sign has become iconic with Kenjo fans. It's like oh, that's kind of cute. 
this is their big moment. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it was actually a really cute moment. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, an iconic I'm scene. Gonna... When you when you take everything in context, it's less cute for me. But um, the yeah. other bands that are performing at Rocktoberfest are called Pirate Water, <laughs> Room for Foam. Which I got excited because foam. We didn't even get to the foam, foam. Talk episode yet. Oh, oh. <laughs> so And then a guy named Jeff McMurtry. I don't know if that's like a joke or not. He just sounds like a guy. I love that. I got really excited because I thought uh, when it did like a zoomed out shot of the festival, there's like a little food tent, and I thought it said it said hamburgers and hot dogs, and then I thought the other word was foam, <laughs> and I'm like, that's so funny. They committed to this bit so early, yes. um, but it. And then I realized it probably just said food <laughs> because that's what they sell there. No, <laughs> no they also sell foam. Um. And my last, um, I said Griffin, Griffin shows up for a second and is like, Ragtoberfest is great or something. And he was so boring. Like he didn't even talk about poison. Right? He just shows up with the tiniest sunglasses in the world <laughs> just to like be normal. Right. Um, Disgusting. And my last note is that Logan did a backflip, which is very yes. on brand. And yes. um, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Logan James- really did it for me this episode. Mm-hmm. James is hanging off of a light fixture and ready to die. <laughs> Which Isn't is what they Logan's at- thing. The- I know. Didn't they all do that last year in their at tour? At the concert that we went to, yes. Yeah. But like, Logan was just every, the closest to us. Every concert, Logan climbs up on something. That's just, <laughs> it just happens. He's so me-coded. <laughs> um, the only other thing, there were other, two other things that I had to say that are not in the episode proper. One is that there was a cut scene where Camille attacks fans with I Heart Big Time Rush signs. Um, I don't have the context for that. I just know that Aaron Sanders mentioned it in an interview. Nice. And the other one is that this episode aired during Nickelodeon's Day of Play lineup. Um, and I don't think it fits the theme because a bunch yeah, of the episodes... A bunch of the episodes, the a bunch of the other episodes on that day were like prank themed. It's oh, like they on. have multiple prank episodes, right? Big time rush. But not yet. Oh man! But it was hosted by Victoria Justice, Kiki Palmer, somebody else. I didn't write down who else, but I liked that Kiki Palmer and Victoria Justice had to just hang out talking about Big Time Rush. <laughs> I meant to look up a clip, but I didn't have time. As it is, I had to watch this episode at 1.5 speed, which did make it pretty nightcore, which is fun. <laughs> um, I did. I, I, you know, I always check out the fandom wiki page. I think we all do to see if of there's course. any like, fire trivia. Um, most of the trivia for this episode is just about how different cast members' hair looks slightly yes. different than it did in season one. Anyway, thank you for joining us for welcoming back big time. So excited for season two. So excited to talk about Till I Forget About You. Oh, yes. Such a good song. Um, Anything else you guys need to say about the episode before we wrap up? I hate Kendall. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it'll get get worse. Don't worry. But yeah, in the meantime, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, we'll have it all in the description of the episode. Um, Yes. 
I like Tumblr, but I don't think anyone else does, but you can come hang out with us there. Um, Discord, Haley's pretty active in. There's yes. some fun Discord stuff. We have Twitter and Instagram. There are some, like, super knowledgeable people on the Discord who are really fun to interact with. Um, so highly recommend that. We also have some uh, AI bots of the TV show versions of The Boys, which are fun to mess with. I like to convince them that we're in the past. Um, <laughs> But people get mad at me for breaking them. They they scare me a little bit. I've been <laughs> avoiding them. It's fine. But yeah, I think I'm ready to go because my pants are kind of cold. Bye. 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 Girl, my. Bye. 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 Ooh. That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. everything, actually.